Whether you're someone who is prone to catastrophizing or not, most of us have moments of plunging headfirst into a thought spiral about the current crisis. It's perfectly natural, but it is really unpleasant. One of the ways to counter that is being in the present moment. But what the hell does that mean? Hello, how are things? We're into a new week. No doubt parts of last weekend were tough, but I also hope there was plenty to enjoy. And either way, well done, you made it through. Last week, Dr Sinead Lynch and I talked about the inner critic and replacing that voice with a more compassionate one. Today she's back to help us to understand what being in the present moment means and how to practice getting there. If you're someone who tends to roll your eyes when breathing is offered as a tool or a solution to anxious racing thoughts, I get it. I've definitely had moments of thinking, for God's sake, sure, we're all breathing all the time. But I hope you'll find this short chat with Sinead helpful in reframing your perception of connecting to your breath. I remember when I started to realise the power of just using the body, which, you know, really is the breath to calm the mind. I did begin to notice that once you actually try it and again try to practice it it really does work now I remember being younger and I find this again working with young people that it's often no 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 that doesn't work for me and it's like no I realize how challenging it is I realize how tough it is no no it doesn't work for me (laughs) and you know when I say well what happens and it's like no no because my thoughts just keep going and they keep going to different things and Mm -hmm. I'm saying no I understand and it's like no no I can think of many different things at the one time and I'm like but we actually can't. No, no, I can't. If you were to breathe in and breathe out with your mind on breathing in and out. So you actually have to think of it as I am in control of my breath. This won't just happen naturally. And if my mind wanders, I will suffocate. (laughs) The task is, okay, how long can I actually keep my mind instructing my breath? I'm breathing in and my awareness is on my breath as it comes in. My awareness is on my breath as it goes out. And you keep doing that. You know, this is a little experiment for you to try maybe on your own afterwards, because while you're listening to me, that's where your thoughts are at. So you need to listen to yourself. But Mm -hmm. so my thought is on controlling my breath in. My thought is on controlling my breath out. I'm doing that for five or six breaths and I realize I've just thought of all the stuff I haven't done today and all of a sudden it's like wow I got to six breaths before I suffocated (laughs) you know it's just a really good way of challenging your mind to really stay focused on one thing um and I suppose living in the present moment people have often said like well like what does that really mean like what's living in the present and it is just being in the now and I know that a lot of meditation and a lot of breath work and breathing, people can start to feel like, oh, that's like mumbo jumbo or it's not tangible. It's hard to to do something that you can't see physically, but it is like a practice, like a sport or like an instrument. And using your breath to slow your body down does bring you into the moment. And like that, sometimes there's great um, maybe Buddhist metaphors that are like, think of your mind like a monkey. And the monkey jumps from branch to branch and the monkey gets distracted and the monkey wants to go to different things. And your mind is just like that. And naturally, and maybe even genetically, kind of we're programmed to just jump from things to things and to worry about stuff. 
all of a sudden now we're in a place where it's like, well, I'm actually perfectly safe in my sitting room. I hope, you know, I haven't yeah. come in contact with anybody. I won't let my mind go to all the COVID stuff. And there are no dinosaurs chasing me. So why am I letting my brain go to this, you know, stress response center? And we know that when we breathe, we the body relaxes and it relaxes the mind. So what you need to tell the mind is, okay, monkey brain, come here to me for a minute. I have a task for you. I'm going to ask you to concentrate on the breath and the monkey mind goes oh great i have something to do here is a branch i will sit i will breathe in i will breathe out and the more that you can just again give your mind a task like that um you will come into the present moment and so it's not a huge meditation experience that you're going to stress yourself out with you're actually just going to say monkey mind come for a moment stop eating that banana i'm going to ask you to please concentrate on inhale exhale inhale exhale and if you only get to four but you've concentrated on those four brilliant the more you do it you'll find yep. yourself being able to get to six breaths maybe or maybe seven or eight after a while yep. and build and build and build some people just say well look actually i just don't like the breath work it stresses me out when i breathe i tend to get more stressed it becomes more shallow mm. you know and i understand that too so sometimes use your other senses so stop in the moment and use your other senses see the trees listen to the birds, touch the grass, you know, taste something delightful. So it's use your other senses that very much bring you into the moment. Does practicing that help you then when a thought spiral begins to be able to pull yourself back? I'd say it's probably very different for each individual. I think once you're always able to use that astronaut view, that that awareness stance of, oh, there it is, there's the loop, I'm catching it, I'm coming away from my thoughts, then yes, the practice of, of doing, the more you do something like that, the more you'll get used to actually doing it and catching it and catching it sooner. The more you do anything that causes you to pause, like breathing or noticing, yes, the birds are singing or whatever it is, then the more likely you can give yourself the option of, actually, you know what, I'm not going to head off to that. So you're kind of mapping another option for your kind of mental GPS to take in moments like that. It's a different neural pathway or, as you said, the GPS in the mind that will, <laughs> yeah, bring you to a camera place. Absolutely. Okay. And that's, that is what, you know, science is showing us, that there is the evidence there. I know personally, I can often feel like, but really, I mean, I'm breathing all the bloody time. It really <laughs> breathing the solution to this because I've been doing that since like the moment I arrived here. You know? <laughs> but you mightn't be doing it consciously. This is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the more you kind of do consciously and that's why I do think compassionate kind of breathing like that sense of just what we did earlier where it's the compassionate voice of the other really needs to come into it because you're right yes physiologically when you breathe you will relax the body and therefore the mind but if you're still telling yourself afterwards yeah well you should have done it longer or you should you didn't even do it right <laughs> then <laughs> you're defeating the purpose so bringing in the compassionate mind um really can change a person's life because it, it it just breaks the narrative of being so hard on yourself or having high expectations or, as you said earlier, like getting into this catastrophe loop of what mm. ifs. Well, have we changed your mind about the power of breathing or maybe even just piqued your interest to give it a go for a couple of minutes each day? What I love about that chat with Sinead and all of the guests we've spoken to so far actually on the pod is like they get it too. They're not magic beings who just do this stuff. The experts have to practice it too to get the benefits and they can find it tricky as well. 
I also know that as Sinead mentioned, breathing consciously, like it can be uncomfortable for some of us. So it's really nice to have those other sensory options she mentioned there at the end to use as a means of just trying to focus the mind and pause the thought loops of what if that many of us find ourselves in at the moment. Thanks for listening again today. I hope you got something from this episode that you can take into your day with you to help to calm your mind. I'm Janney Lanagon. Join me tomorrow for your daily dose of You OK. And in the meantime, mind yourself. You can keep up to date with this podcast and find new episodes each day on rte.ie or wherever you get your podcasts. If you or someone you know is struggling with their mental health at the moment, please access helpline information at rte.ie forward slash helplines.